Father, I pray, Lord, that you really order the word. Speak through my mouth. Open our hearts. Give hope to your people. From these testimonies of faith in the Bible, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. So when the Lord said, give the people, my people, hope, so that you can trust in the Lord. Let's look at the story of Abraham. That is the one that I'm going to key in on. But before that, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 4. If you can put that one up, The way Solomon said it is in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 4, where he said, For to him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. A living dog is better than a dead lion. So he's saying, and the other way that the human being says is, as long as there is life, there is hope. So that is the theme of this exhortation today. As long as there is life, there is hope. That is what he is saying here. When he says, what did he say it again? With, everybody, with everything that is for, to him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. That is what it really is saying. As long as there is life, there is hope. Now that's why I'm going to talk to, the, to you about the story of Abraham. In Genesis chapter 17, you will see, I mean, for all of us, almost all of us know the story of Abraham. I don't need to repeat it. I just want to point to some key things in that story. We all knew from the stories in the Bible that Abraham was tried in one way. How was he tried? God told him, you are going to have a son. Or he married his half-sister, like we just read in the, as we heard about in this uh, Bible discussion. Abraham married his half-sister. 
So how long do you, how old do you think the woman say Sarai would have been? Twenty something year old when Abraham married her. And maybe Abraham in his thirties. The woman was so beautiful. So Abraham kept with this woman. And you know, in their generation, remember in their generation, it's common thing for them to have many wives. How much more if one is not giving you a, a baby? Even his own father has more, more wives. So, but Abraham stayed with Sarai. That was a trial, we know. But the theme is, well, as long as there is life, there is hope. That's what I want to, want to remember that. As long as there is life, there is hope. Because you may be saying, Lord, I've been waiting, I've been praying for this, I've been praying for that. And the Lord could have even given you promise. Like he gave Abraham promise. Look like God is bailing out on this promise. Because how long does it take for somebody to have a wife or to have a baby? Does it take long? Some people are having it and throwing it away. And Abraham kept waiting and praying. 75 year old and the woman now 65. And God said, oh yeah, you have his child. And he kept following the Lord. Then came a point, Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. Let me read that. So the point I'm saying is, as long as there is life, God kept you alive, he has a plan for you. Remember that. You may say, why is my case so difficult? It's not difficult. Maybe you are a special person that God is preparing something special for you. Verse 1 says, when Abraham, Abraham was 19, 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abraham. Now, you remember when he was now 99, they have waited too long until Sarai said, well, gee, God promised Abraham. Maybe it's actually, I was the problem. So she said, Abraham, why don't you just take this woman? You know, Abraham never wanted to, you know, didn't suggest this thing because he loved his half-sister. He loved his half-sister. He was satisfied with this woman. That's one. That's good enough. He knew the society. He knew that he could marry two or three. I remember my sister, when he, my sister that came here during my when Joy was married, she was just four years in marriage and no baby, and they were going everywhere to the witch doctor, to his medical doctor, to every doctor, just because four years. So I know what it. I but because I was involved, just listening to them, the grueling. I know what Abraham and Sarai would have been facing for seventy something years. That was just four years, and then there was a problem. You have a baby. You have a baby. See how much more this when these people knew God. God that created human beings. They knew him. Not that well, if you have come to our church, you have a baby. Or if you have been following God, you have... These are people that knew God. And God was talking to them. And yet, this thing was happening to Abraham. So you can say it was a special case. So God has sometimes some special cases like that to teach human beings how to trust in him. So that is whereas what we can say about it but what god is telling me to tell all of us today is as long as there is life there is hope now let me go to that verse Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 where he said now abraham the workout one ishmael so abraham thought well now i'm satisfied he had one boy now ishmael ishmael was growing so abraham was happy and in night verse Chapter 17, verse 1 is where God came and was talking to Abraham again. And God told him, 
I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And God promised him by verse 15. Verse 15. God spoke on and on by verse 15 of chapter 17. God said, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Now, you see, they have been praying, they've given up. They prayed and prayed from 20 something year old married till she was now 90. Well, what, they gave up on that. They walked something else. Well, you are satisfied now. Yes, the boy. And God came back and said, Now Sarai is no more Sarai, it's no more Sarah. And you are going to have a boy through her. That's why Abraham laughed. Look at it yourself. Verse 17 is where I'm really going. God said, I will bless her. And verse 16, I will give a son also of her. I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, king of people shall she be. Abraham fell upon his face and laughed. Now, listen to what Abraham said. And said, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? I want you to consider that verse. Shall a child be born unto him that was hundred years old? Hundred years old. And then shall Sarai, who is ninety-nine, be or ninety-five or ninety, what is it? 90 years old beer so which means abraham as far as he could see he was too old even for his child in fact he was saying i don't need anymore i have got one somebody that was saying a child born 1999 years old you see that in the next few verses even after sarai died almost 40 years later he came back and married again which means 50 years ago he thought he was too old Many people don't know that. People don't preach that. That Abraham married again after Sarai died. And have other children. Do you know that in the Bible? I will point to that in a moment. This is somebody that said, Charlie shall be born to somebody that is 100 years old. So I'm trying to say, as long as there is life, there is hope. That is the theme of this message. Remember that. As long as there is life, there is hope. God is trying to teach us a lesson here. So he's he lamented and said, well, maybe I don't want to lose Ishmael. Is what he was trying to say here in that, in that uh, response to God. Charlie shall be born to a man that is 100 years old. Shall Sarai, who is already 90 years old, be here? In verse 17. Now, I'm going to jump to verse 21. God said, well, my covenant will I establish my, with, your, with your son Isaac, which Sarai, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this time in the next year now when god was talking to him god was telling him by this time next year sarah is going to have a child now sarah didn't know about this promise maybe abraham told her later because this could have been a vision it could have been a visitation so sarah could have heard and maybe you know people say oh maybe he was too old anyway some months later god visited abraham physically now look i say because he said in the next year but some months later, we're going to see that when God visited Abraham in chapter 18, that was by verse 9, chapter 18, verse 9. Abraham that said, our Sarai, we said, we said something in this chapter 18 that I'm also going to point to and link the three or the four verses together in a moment. 
in chapter 18 verse 9 here comes god talking to abraham when they came and he gave them food and they ate and that was when they were going to destroy sodom and gomorrah and in verse 9 these angels with the lord with them two angels and god and he told there are three men you can read the whole chapter i'm just jumping to the verses i wanted to mention in verse 9 and they said to abraham where is sarah thy wife and he said behold in the tent then he said unto him, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. Now he's saying it physically. The previous one was in the vision or in a, in a dream or something like that. But this now, here are two visit, three visitors. Came physically to his house and he set them down. He made them food and Sarai quickly made something. And he knew they were angels of God. And now they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah in this story you can read your chapter yourself and then they were asking him when they're about to leave where is sarah thy wife she's in the tent and now he promised that sarah is going to have a child he said i will certainly return unto the verse 10 and lo sarah thy wife shall have a son sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind him the man was talking like this speaking there's a tent there and he was under a tent there she heard what they said and she laughed inside you can see what she was laughing at that maybe she has not showed her face to this man she just heard about there are some visitors and quickly quickly make some meal and we need to give them entertain them so she did that so she has not showed her face to them maybe i'm just now thinking like a woman being maybe she'll be thinking oh this man don't know how old i am if I have come out wrinkled, they will ask, ah, is that Sarah? <laughs> they will have changed their mind or not say this thing out. That is my way of, of uh, imagining it. Because this is what she said. And the, after, she, after Sarah saw, heard it, now Abraham and Sarah were old, verse 11. And well stricken in age. You know, when the Bible says somebody is well stricken in age, you can think maybe they will so wrinkle up. In age and he ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women you know what that means she has stopped having period period that monthly menstruation has stopped long time ago maybe it stopped when they were in their 50s she was now what 90 years old and Solomon I mean Moses who wrote this was telling it the way it is Sister stopped Sarah from having to be manner of women that has stopped long time ago. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? Now, that's the word I want you to underline. She was talking about pleasure. And she said, And my Lord being old also. She was talking about the romance. And the marital sex. He said, <laughs> After I've been this old, will I even be thinking of that? And my Lord being old too. Which means maybe for years they have not even been having that romance. It's all for the little young couples. The older men can tell you America is full of that. They have something they call erectile problem for men. They have not been having erection for years. 
So that is what he was talking my 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 my, oh, my Lord be old too. And she also, the, uh, the desire was gone a long time ago. That was what she was alluding to. Now, somebody that was like that, you would think, well, maybe God made a mistake. But God never made mistakes. Amen? And what he is telling me to tell you today is that as long as there is life, there is hope. Amen? As long as you are a living person, you should have hope. No matter what you have been saying, Lord, I'm getting old. What, what is my situation, Lord? He said, just keep praying. Keep believing. Keep trusting God. As long as you are alive, you are alive and breathing, he's keeping you alive for a purpose and there is hope. So that is what you are going to see in the story. Now, this woman that thought everything was over for her, you know what happened some months later? Because when God touched her and God said she's going to have a baby next year. Let's jump to chapter 20. Chapter 20. And I will read verse 1 and 2. What happened in chapter 20? And Abraham joined from thence to that up now. So Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed that day that God was talking to Sarai that shall is anything too hard for God was the response. When God saw that she laughed inside, God said, Why is she laughing? Is anything too hard for God to do? And she said, <gasps> I didn't laugh. God said, you know, you laugh. You can read those two verses. I didn't, I didn't, that was verse 12 and 13 and 14 of that chapter 18. Now, in chapter 20, the Bible says Abraham moved his tent again to this area where the king of the Philistines saw this woman that thought she was too old to even have pleasure. And she was still desired. Why? Because God started changing your moods. The doctors say you can... They are now having some hormonal pills. God knows all of those things. Maybe God began to change the hormones in Sarai or now Sarah. Something that she thinks is over, the desire, the, the beauty and everything. Maybe she started shining again. Shining again to the point that the king of the Amalek, of the Philistines, we talked about that just recently, not some minutes ago. The Amal Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, saw this woman who thought she was too old for even pleasure. She thought she was no more desirable. But God has started changing the hormones inside for the baby that is coming next year. To the point that even the king of the, of the Philistines saw and said, well, gee, bring that woman in. Bring that woman in. She's now desirable again if you think she was not. So what I'm trying to say is that as long as there's life, there is hope. But God has to stop that man, Abimelech, and say, don't touch. I'm, I'm, I'm rejuvenating that shining, not for anybody else, but for the baby that is coming. That was the... See, what I'm trying to say is, when you think everything is over for you, and God promised, just hanging with God. Amen? As long as there is life, there is hope. That's what he is telling us today. As long as there is life, there is hope. Now, that was, I, I just talked about Sarah, who thought 100 years, some months ago, she thought she was, it was over with her. We have no more pleasure. My Lord is old also. Now, let's talk about Abraham, that thought, shall a son be born to somebody that was 100 years old? And now, Genesis chapter 25. 
many months later, many years later, Sarai has lived and raised this Isaac that was born to Sarai or Sarah for 40 years. And then Sarai passed away. And Genesis chapter 25 told us about this, our Abraham, who thought Charlie shall be born to somebody that was 100 years old. Verse 25, verse 1 said, Then again Abraham took a wife. I said, What? At 130 something, or her name was Keturah. And she bare him Simram, and Jokshan, and Medan, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua. I said, What a is here? What am I saying? He's saying, God that we are dealing with, there's nothing too hard for him. When you think yours is over, when you think this was. Oh, this is too. This is too long. This is too. You gave up. God said, "No. If you are believing and you have prayed, and God has said He will, and look like He is not. He said He will, and look like He's not bringing it. He said He will, but He's not bringing it. As long as there is life, there is hope. Keep believing. Amen. Let me bring it home to our own general testimony of life. You know, our normal days. Let me tell you. He's my brother. He's from Nigeria. You all know he's my big brother. He, I, we were all born into a Muslim family. Into a Muslim family. So when we say as long as there's life, there is soap. God can make things. He knew me growing up. He knew, he knew me going to the ministry, going to the fellowship, and to, I mean, to being a minister in Nigeria, preaching about. And he kind of not really knowing, not really giving anything to that. I'm not saying that maybe I didn't talk to him much about it, but. He kept his own religion. Not that he was fervent in the Muslim religion, uh, as far as I knew. All our parents claimed to be Muslims. But uh, they were not really what you call devoted Muslims. They are like church goers in the Christian church. But I became evangelic, evangelistic, and so on. So he just kept his own. Maybe when he has time, he go to their mosque. But they kept the name, we are Muslims. When we were to do 2009 with maybe I can bring them over here. He got, he went to the immigration. They didn't give him the visa. And I thought, well, will ever this man be able to ever come? I never really planned that I would bring him to America. It was not part of my plan. He almost died recently when he had this stroke, and the Lord revived him. I've given that testimony here, and the Lord delivered him. And then. He actually told me in the play that hey, in the, on the phone, hey, when the next, when the next uh, daughter is going to have a wedding, I would have to come. I said, well, with Anna has not even decided to have some. Uh, we have not have a date or anything yet. Anna didn't have, that was almost two years ago that he said that on the phone. I said, okay. And then one year later, Anna had a man that they are going to get married. I said, well, okay, let me bring him. Now he went to the embassy and he got. A visa. Now, you see, as long as there's life, there is hope. Getting a visa is in itself something that you can say this is a, a success, one thing. Because my brother only stopped at grade school. You have to remember that. He stopped at grade school. You can say, well, like grade school over here, we call it primary six. That's all the education. But when he came, I was speaking English. He actually speak English much better than I was expecting. Because he has lived all his life in Lagos and he was professional taxi driver driving all those orgas, you know, from all those big, big guys. So he have to pick up English because many of them are speaking English to their drivers. 
So he was speaking English, and so, but I was saying that, what I'm trying to say is that as long as there is life, there is hope. I never thought somebody like this would ever come to America, how much more, or even get into the airplane. Because it takes money to go to the airplane. You have to be educated to even get to Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, precept shall be upon precept, line upon line, a little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, we can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.